to Sully Says, Musings on Sales and Life. I'm your host, Rick Sully, and I've spent the past 25 years in the greatest profession in the world, sales. And the number one goal on my podcast is to teach you everything I've learned. I give you the tips, tools, and techniques necessary to excel in sales, network marketing, and most importantly, in life. So listen, learn, and enjoy the journey. Hey everybody, Rick Sully and the Sully Says Podcast, and I am back. It has been a long hiatus. I'm almost embarrassed to say how long, but full disclosure, my last podcast was June 20th of 2019. That is unacceptable. I apologize. Uh, I did miss you guys, and I promise that I will never go this long again without putting something together. Number one, it's very therapeutic for me. Number two, it's fun, uh, and it gives me, uh, harkens back to my days as a college DJ. And number three is I get some pretty good feedback. So I think maybe in a few cases, my words actually do make a difference in a few of your lives. And for that, I am truly happy. Uh, you probably all heard the opening music. Uh, it's still here. I know I'm due for a change. Uh, the feedback regarding my music is a little bit less complimentary than the podcast itself. Uh, most of the comments are unfit for a PG-13 rated show, so I'll keep those to myself. But suffice it to say, I am going to change the music, so this is likely the last episode you'll have to muscle through it. So after this long layoff, what am I going to talk to you about today? One word, gratitude. Now, are you guys tired of this word? I mean, it literally is everywhere. And then if we're being completely honest, I was getting a little tired of it myself. Mostly because I, I, I didn't have it. I didn't understand it. But for the first time in my life, I'm truly starting to grasp the concept of gratitude. Now, I don't want you to panic and, and think I'm going to go all like mystical and deep and talk to you about living a life of intention or living your best life because that stuff is way above my pay grade, excuse me. And quite frankly, I'm not even 100% sure what it means to live a life of intention. Now, I'm willing to bet there's probably 50 podcasts out there that'll tell me what it means. And if I have some time, I'll listen to one of them and then I'll circle back with uh, you all and, and let you know uh, what it means. Uh, but that actually makes me chuckle that I say you all. My company was bought a couple years ago uh, by another company that's based in Nashville, Aegis, Aegis Sciences. And I do find myself saying or, or typing in emails, you all, uh, you know, quite often. I'm not quite a Southerner yet, but I think that's my first step. But I will definitely take you all over yins. Any of you Pittsburghers out there, uh, I, I have done everything in my power to scrub any traces of Pittsburgh accent from my vocabulary. Not that I'm not proud to be from Pittsburgh, but the accent I can do without. Although I will admittedly uh, say the word mum uh, <laughs> instead of mom quite often. I've been doing it since college. I don't know if that's a Pittsburgh thing or a British thing, but that's probably my only, uh, my only word that I really uh, struggle with uh, these days. Anyway, I digress. That's what happens when I don't talk to you guys for nine months. I digress, and it's going to happen again. But I was talking to you about gratitude. And I think first it's important that we actually define gratitude. And Webster states it's the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for, and to return kindness. 
Now, I know I'm probably telling you something you already know, and that's fair enough. But what I want to do today is I want to dig a little bit deep, deeper with all of you. Now, Harvard Health states that gratitude is derived from the Latin word gratia, which means grace, graciousness, or gratefulness. And it depends entirely on the context of which word fits. And when you think about the word gratitude, I think all of those words that I mentioned encompass uh, the concept of gratitude. It's quite frankly a thankful appreciation for what an individual receives, whether that is a tangible or an intangible thing. It's about acknowledging the goodness in your life and then understanding the source of that goodness and understanding furthermore that that goodness lies partially outside of yourself. And then gratitude helps people connect to something that is larger than themselves as individuals. And that could be other people, that could be nature, or maybe even a higher power. Now there have been countless studies that have shown that gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. It helps people feel uh, more positive emotions, generally. Uh, you relish good experiences. It improves your health, it helps to deal with adversity, and lastly, it builds strong relationships. So that is a ton of amazing things that can come from embracing one seemingly simple word and concept. Now, I'm going to be brutally honest with all of you right now, and that is nothing new. I, I always try to uh, be as honest as I possibly can when I'm doing the Sully Says podcast, and I, I think it's that authenticity that really helps me connect with a lot of you. But up until about three weeks ago, I sucked at gratitude. I didn't get it, I didn't have it. Quite frankly, I never have. It's actually been uh, you know, probably my tragic flaw, if I could steal a phrase from uh, all of my Shakespearean classes in college. And the ironic part is I have so much in my life to be thankful for, but I either didn't appreciate it or I took it for granted. And trust me when I tell you, that is not a fun way to live your life. And the weird part is I'm not even sure how or why it became this way. But I do know that as an adult, I've always, always set personal and professional goals for myself. And I would work so diligently to achieve these goals. And then as soon as I achieved the goal, I would feel this gigantic letdown. So rather than enjoy and give thanks for my accomplishment, I found myself asking, what's next? Now, don't get me wrong. There is definitely some usefulness to having that characteristic because it has driven me and it prevents me from ever becoming content with the status quo. And it's helped me achieve great successes in many areas of my life. But where the problem lies is that I've never taken time for gratitude. And here's some of the ways that it's impacted me. Number one, I don't feel happiness because I'm always thinking about what's next. Uh, I, I seldom, if ever, live in the present because I'm constantly worried about something else. Uh, work, money, family, health. Uh, I feel a, a certain level of uh, unfulfillment because I create this false narrative that I'm failing. It's completely irrational, but it's a real feeling. Uh, the people around me don't feel appreciated or valued. This can include my spouse, my children, my parents, my friends, my coworkers. 
Uh, It's caused my anxiety and stress to skyrocket, which uh, has led to some potential health issues. And finally, I never take time to enjoy the little things like walks or reading, playing with a dog, watching my girls play volleyball, and so on and so on. So about three weeks ago, that was the magic uh, time frame, I had the opportunity to attend my company's national sales meeting in, of all places, Carefree, Arizona, which is about 30 minutes north of Scottsdale. And it was a transformational experience for me for many reasons. So let me start by saying how it's very difficult not to be in a good headspace when you're in a town called Carefree. It's nestled amongst the mountains and deserts of Arizona. The weather was a perfect 75 degrees and sunny every single day. There was seldom a cloud in the sky. And that's a big deal for me because I believe wholeheartedly that I have some degree of seasonal effect disorder, which basically means my mood is contingent upon the weather. Now, some of you may have this as well. If it's sunny and warm, I'm a bullient, um, energetic, and I'm generally just in a great place. But if it's rainy or overcast, then I'm downtrodden, a little depressed, a little moody. So needless to say, the weather in Arizona put me in an absolutely outstanding mood. I was also around some of my dear friends who I don't get to see very often. The venue was absolutely gorgeous and the food delicious. We got to do a beautiful nature walk and I even had the opportunity to play pickleball for the first time. But I'll tell you, it wasn't any of those things that gave me that perspective that I'm talking about uh, or helped me feel true gratitude for the first time. Rather, it was on Monday morning when we had the opportunity to hear from our guest speaker by the name of Don Yeager. Now, he's an accomplished sports writer who has published countless books while interacting with some of the greatest athletes of our generation. I did hear him speak a few years ago, but I knew immediately that this was going to be a different talk. And he spent about 20 minutes giving us background on an unbelievable story about a true American hero. And then, to our surprise, Presidential Medal of Honor recipient Kyle Carpenter walked out on stage. Kyle was a Marine who was stationed in Afghanistan at the height of our war against the Taliban. He was on lookout with his best friend when a grenade was thrown onto the roof where they were situated. Without thinking, Kyle threw himself on the grenade, saving his friend's life and presumably ending his. But somehow it didn't. Miraculously, after three years and countless surgeries, Kyle appeared before us to tell his story and discuss his new book, You Are Worth It. I was crying as I heard him tell his version of the events, at least what he remembers, up until the moment of landing on the grenade, and also his painstaking recovery. Kyle has a wonderful sense of humor, and he never, ever feels sorry for himself. He's run multiple marathons, jumped out of an airplane, earned his college degree, and received the aforementioned Medal of Honor. But what resonated with me was that despite everything Kyle experienced and the scars that cover his body, he lives every moment of every day with true gratefulness. And through my tears and and, and I guess my self-loathing, I realized that there's absolutely no excuse for me not living a life of gratitude. You don't need pain or tragedy to be grateful. And as I went up there to shake his hand and look into his eyes, I made a decision at that moment to make gratitude an integral part of my life going forward. 
So my first uh, moment of gratitude came a couple of days later. As our meeting concluded, a group of us headed out to Dove Valley Ranch for a round of golf. My good friends, Chris Defoe, Brian Copeland, Rocco Petropola, and Joe Gumpman. Unfortunately, our, our, our good friend David Ambio wasn't able to join us, but he was certainly there in spirit. And unfortunately, Rocco was on the IR due to a knee injury, but he did yeoman's work as our cart boy. But in any event, we were about 12 holes into the round, waiting for another group to hit, or maybe we were looking for Gump's ball, when this feeling overcame me that I never recalled feeling before. It was this, this calmness and inner peace and it dawned on me that I was golfing at this beautiful course in a picturesque setting on a trip that was a result of working for a fantastic company. I was with dear friends enjoying laughs, cold beers, a cigar. And at that moment, nothing else mattered but being present, enjoying every second. It was, a, as I said earlier, it was a transformational experience. And the best part is that I've been able to carry that feeling back from Arizona to Pittsburgh, and I've been had it with me ever since. I've been walking regularly every morning, bright and early. I've been trying to take amazing pictures of sunrises and flowers and turkeys and just all kind of cool stuff that I see on my walk. I've been spending more time with my family, uh, cherishing my moments with my friends, Fully, fully immersing myself in, in a job that I love, trying to post positive thoughts and beautiful photos on LinkedIn and Instagram. Hell, I even fixed a broken washing machine the other day with absolutely no idea what I was doing. And you're probably like, well, what does that have to do with <laughs> you know, being present and having gratitude? It was just this feeling that I said, you know what? I did something I had no idea what I was doing and, and I felt this just warmth envelop me that I was able to, to do this task and step outside of my comfort zone and, and appreciate that moment. Now listen, I, I'm not foolish. I, I know that uh, it, there's going to be tough days. There's going to be bad days even. But I'm going to make a conscious effort to find something to be grateful for every single day. Because quite frankly, the energy that I have felt the past couple of weeks has been like nothing I've ever felt before. And it's having such a positive effect in every area of my life. So I ask the question, why wouldn't I, or anyone for that matter, want to practice gratitude if these are the side effects? All right, so I'm going to give you guys a few ways to cultivate gratitude in your own life. And then hopefully you can take these with you and, and start to get some of the feelings that I'm having. Uh, first and foremost is write a thank you note. Now, this isn't your run-of-the-mill thank-you note for a, a graduation gift or a, a birthday card and and. and money from your uh, your parents. This is next level stuff. And anybody who knows me knows I'm a huge believer in the impact of a thank you note. It is such a wonderful and genuine way to express your enjoyment and appreciation of a person's impact in your life. Now I realize the art of writing a thank you note is given away to texting, emailing, and social media messages. But trust me when I tell you the impact of a handwritten and mailed thank you note will be seismic. You can single-handedly change the entire direction of someone's day. And if you subscribe to the butterfly effect, your note could have a ripple effect on hundreds of people. So I challenge you to commit to sending one thank you note per month. You'll be amazed at what happens to you and the recipient, and I do believe you'll become addicted to this process. Next option is to thank someone mentally 
Is that a little hokey? Maybe, but it still serves the purpose of silently having gratitude for someone or something in your life. It's going to make you feel uh, happy, and it's going to make you smile, and it's going to fill your heart with love. Uh, keep a gratitude journal. This is a great way to write down positive affirmations and appreciation about the people and things in your life. Now, I don't have a gratitude journal per se, but I do have a journal where I take time to give thanks to all of the good in my life. At least I have over the last several weeks. Now, I don't share with anyone, but it's certainly an option for you if you'd like to read passages to the important people in your life. Next, count your blessings. We've all heard that saying, but how many of us actually do it? Pick a time each week to literally sit down and count your blessings. Think about all of the wonderful people and things and events in your life. Focus on maybe three or five every single week. You don't need to write them down. Instead, let them just wash over you. Think about how good they make you feel and how lucky you are to experience them. Now, I realize all of us go through bad stretches at work, at home, in the relationships, financially, and so on. But you can always, always find something to be thankful for. Pray. I think this one speaks for itself. Whatever higher power you believe in, take the time to acknowledge that, be humbled, and give gratitude for the life that you have. Meditate. Take a moment to just sit. Focus on the present moment. Focus on the word gratitude. Allow those feelings to fully envelop you. Feel the warmth of the sun on your face, the peace of the silence, the freedom from the chaos of the day. Meditating is a wonderful form of self-gratitude. So I want to thank each and every one of you for letting me talk to you about practicing gratitude and importantly talking about my personal epiphany. Hopefully something I said clicked with you and maybe, just maybe, it will give you the metaphorical kick in the pants to practice gratitude in your own life. You know, it's funny because the old Rick, you know, would have been worried about why it took him so long to adopt this approach or where he should be looking to find things to be grateful for. But the carefree Rick is riding the wave and enjoying every moment. So everyone, have a great day and take time to practice gratitude. I'll talk to you all soon on the next episode of the Sully Says Podcast.